Opinions unqualified. Welcome to this week's show. Uh, very, 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 very happy to be here. It's definitely a highlight of my week, catching up with my man Sam. How are you, Sam? Good, mate. How are you doing? Very good. Very excited, as I've just said. Um, I've sort of got over the championship win and moved on pretty quickly. It's, it's quite funny how life sort of just you have to move on otherwise you get left behind what do they say if you if you're standing still you're going backwards yeah pretty much yeah, i think there's a few other something like that yeah, yeah I'm sure there's a few of them <laughs> yeah, um, that people talk about um so yeah happy to be here feeling fresh as a daisy after a, a really quiet weekend for me um which i was quite active but you know it wasn't wasn't very social um but i'll uh, we'll get into that uh later um how was your weekend uh my weekend was pretty good um had a few assignments due, so stressed over those a bit, and then um, and then I went out on the the Saturday to um to relieve myself, I guess, and have a have a bit of a break before I did the final finishing touches to my assignments. But yep. um, yeah, we uh, it was the twenty first. Yep, and we uh, played some pub golf. Okay, I'm just thinking twenty first, and I'm thinking when was the last time? That I went to a 21st. That's a, a long, long time ago. I'm thinking I go to a 30th now, and it's sort of that's, like, that's man, the there's normal. a lot of young people here. <laughs> so I think going to like a 21st or an 18th, I'd, I'd honestly feel like a granddad. But you know, um, yeah, you're young, you're well, vibrant. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I felt old there, but I definitely felt I was um, older. Yep. Yep. If that makes sense. Um, but no, it's interesting. I don't think many people have played pub golf i think like it's popular but i don't think it's um up there you know it's it's, not it's not a game that like you're going to play like once a year or twice a year it's something like every couple of years when someone has an event you tend to do it yeah it just pops up and people have different rules yeah there are different rules so this uh, this was interesting um so obviously nine bars or pubs or mixture or whatever um I'd be interested in getting your like where you went and and what you actually did, but because like I've got an idea of what it is, but I'm not hundred because I played it years and years and years ago, but it was like sort of like I felt like it was more tour de fridge than pub golf. Yeah. So. So well, all right. Well, I mean, let's do it if we've got time. We've got time. Um. So well, I might as well shout him out anyway. Birthday birthday boy Taj. Hey Taj. Um. Shows up late, first of all, to his own 21st birthday party. So we're meeting at uh, Varsity Northbridge. So is it fashionably late or was it just no, it was, really poor it was, planning? <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Me, me and Sean, right? So Sean came over to my house before. Um, no pre-drinks. Yeah, so this is Sean turn we're talking yeah, about. Sean yeah, Sean turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, I just forgot that he's even part of the, uh, the squad at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I take that. Yeah. Jokes. He uh, he accompanied very uh, me very nicely on Saturday. Um, I needed that someone that I knew. I think um, someone my own age level. Yeah. Um, well, thanks. That's a bit of a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. But okay. No, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just so me and Sean caught the train, and I said, Sean, we're going to catch the five fifty train so we can get there, you know, around six thirty. Um, so we got literally he got dropped off by the Uber straight to the traino. Thanks, Mooka. Um, I love Mooka. Hey, Mooka. And then um, we made it there. Walked walked over the Varsity North Bridge. 
I just realised I've shouted out three people already. Yeah, I know. It might be the shout out. Well, yeah, we're going. Sorry. We're going yeah. ham tonight. Yeah, that's it. You, you're in Northbridge. Yep. Um, you know, I, I rock up and I'm like, Taj's quite a tall bloke, so I was like, just look for the. I said, Sean, turn, just look for the, the tall bloke. I'm looking around, no one there. A few other people dressed in golf golf attire, so I was like, oh, odds are, you know, Varsity Northbridge, a couple of other blokes in um, golf gear are probably at the same deal as I am. Um, so I was like, oh, you seen Taj? No, I haven't seen him. So I messaged Taj. Still on the train. Uh, it'll be about 15 minutes. So I thought, come on, mate. <laughs> it's your own party. <laughs> surely, you you, surely you get on time, at but least. I feel like people that organise parties at like external locations are the sort of people that are going to be late, though. Yeah, but it's like... Because you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have a party at your own place... You, well, you got to be Like, there, you're there right? and you set it yeah. up and you're, like, you're, you're ready to go. But if you're like one of these people, I can't really be bothered. Like, yeah, let's just have the party <laughs> at the pub. This is going to be easy. You just, you're the sort of person that's going to rock up late. Like, is that, is that like I don't a know. bold statement? I don't know. I just feel if I organised, if I booked a place at a venue, I'd get there in time. Mm. If not the first person, the second person there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You know, like, just... I've organised this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there on time. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe the people that have parties at their own house are the ones that are like a little lazy. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really want to go anywhere. Yeah, just so just come over. Yeah. yeah so it was, anyway, he finally got there. Um, hand out the scorecards. Um, go over the rules. A couple um, stroke penalties if you cheat and you. Um, so what was cheating? Oh. Was, was that like rules. a huge list? But what were the, the main ones? What are the things that people got caught for? Um, nothing really. I don't think anyone got caught out, to be honest with you. Um, and who was officiating? So you oh, had to self. It, it was a. It was. It was a self managed. Like. Self managed slash dob system. Okay. Um, so I think of that situation like you know when you're playing basketball and you scrimmage and you have to call your own fouls. No one's calling fouls. Oh yeah, no yeah. So I think hence why I don't think there was many. Um, yeah. penalties given out for the night um, but we went there start Northbridge then we went to uh, Holy Molly yeah well that's pretty appropriate really yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so had did a, you have to have a certain amount of drinks at each yeah, place yeah so pub golf is you have one drink yep and whatever the par is for that hole that's the amount of um, sips it's got to take oh that's like the yeah, par yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so, yep. if you so just, it's pretty much the same you just as I've done. Yep. guzzle it down that's one but if you go you know sit or like guzzle 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 then put the um glass down yeah and then you got to go again then that would be two yeah okay so say so like there's a par three you're allowed three sips yeah to drink that beer yeah yeah okay yeah and um, does everyone have to drink the same drink or so um most of it was just kind of get what you want okay which was quite good for me um not being a very good beer drinker yeah, yeah. um i could have been in a lot of strife yep um so that was alright. But yeah, so Northbridge, Holy Moly, Mustang Bar. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, Must- Mustang was good as well. I sent mum a video. Yeah. Because um, they were doing some line dancing there. That's what mum does on Monday mornings. Yep. Um, yeah, I love it. And they had the band there, the dude on the cello. I think it was the cello, yeah, going ham. Yeah, or um, it would have probably, been, probably would have been a double bass. Maybe a double bass, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it was sick. It was really yeah. good. It's different. Usually I walk into Mustang and... There's a whole bunch of ruckus going around in there. Yeah, you go early and it's actually um, older. It, yeah, like, it was like, I was seeing a few of the people and I was like, gee whiz, I mean, I don't want to be in Northbridge at this time of night. Like, 
nine o'clock if I'm that if I was like ninety years old. <laughs> but like, like they were out there loving it. I was like, good on them. Yeah. Um, so that was sick. Um, then after that, um, they tried to go to the Irish bar on that roundabout. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. To the left. Um, of yeah. Next to next um, to air Mint. and Mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that was couldn't go in there. Then they wanted to go to Outback Jacks. Okay. Which the I, steakhouse. Yeah, which mm. I protested against because the next hole was Brass Monkey, and I wanted a Long Island iced tea. Well, how many? Like, how, oh man, you do want a Long Island iced tea, like in a in a hole in one. That's a that's a dead night after that. No, it was great. So <laughs> this is this is I couldn't I couldn't believe it either, right? So they said let's go to Brass Monkey out of Mustang, right? And I've been set on this Long Island iced tea. Ever since I've seen the map, we'll go on a brass monkey. I was yeah. like, it's, this is a done deal. Um, so I, I was walking with a head of steam. Like, I was like, I want this Long Island iced tea and nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. And they're going, you're going the wrong way. You're going on. And I was like, first of all, I know where I'm going. Second of all, don't worry about me. If you want to go another way, walk there and I'll see you there. Like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to be there, you know? But anyway, so, and then we, they wanted to go out back Jack's before, and I was like, I just want to get a Long Island iced tea. Um, but anyway, we ended up, me, me and Sean turn, um, got in there early. Yep. Um, we ran over there, got the, got the Long Island iced <laughs> yeah. tea, had to hit the dance floor quickly. Yep. Um, yep. And, then, and then they finally made it, you know, like, about time. But then, yeah, me and Sean turn, well, I think me and Sean turn might have done it in two two or three and I think it was a par four okay um, yeah so pretty good effort um, yeah, yeah so I think we got another long iced tea after that waiting for the others to to hurry up yep um, which I was fine with that I mean always happy with a long island iced tea yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that we went to the shoe the shoe yeah so right on the horseshoe bridge okay I believe that was the next spot. Yeah, I've never been there, so that's uh, interesting. So we went there, which was all right. And then um, I had Kraken and Red Bull there, I think. That was their deal, Kraken and Red Bull. Cool. Yeah, so I had that. So what time did you sleep? Um, quite early, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Red Bull gets me. The Red Bull gets you, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really affect me too much. Um, and then after that, we went to... I think the next place was supposed to be Tiger Lils. I've spent some time in there. Yeah, I've done a yeah, couple after of Wildcats games. A couple yeah. rounds at Tiger Lils. Yeah. Um, but Tiger Lils was closed. Saturday night. Is it closed permanently? Or? It must be. Because I don't know why else the lights would be out on a Saturday at 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah good point. Um, so that was disappointing, I guess. Yeah. Um, Particularly when you walk all the way over that side of town. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so we went to Belgian Beer Cafe. Yep, good one. Um, and look, I'll I'll, I'll um, justify my reasoning here. Did you have a shimmy or did you? Nah. So I broke the I broke the law here. Oh, okay. And I don't you know what I don't care. Yep. All right. And I'll justify why. Okay. Yep. So we're going to the Belgian beer cafe. All right. Everyone knows. You love Belgian beer. I've got You're a bit. Of, I've got a bit of yeah. bit of history with Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And their rule was you got to get a German beer. What? And I was like, 
first of all, I'm not going to the Belgian beer cafe and getting a German and getting beer. a German beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said that to Sean Turner. I said, I, honestly, I don't give a beat. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a Krika. Yeah. Cherry beer. Yeah, yeah. Right. Best thing ever. Ever? No, probably not. But <laughs> yeah, I get it's, it. it's, yeah, yeah. It's big time, you know. You don't. Yeah. Re- a Belgian beer cafe is probably the only place in Perth that sells it. Okay, I want one of those. Um, you never have one? No, I've never had one. I'm going to have one. Oh, we're going. Book it in. Yeah, let's book it in. We're going. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So good. Um, so I, I said, I'm having that. Um, and I enjoyed it. Didn't rush myself. But did you get a penalty for that? Because it wasn't German? No, I didn't write my penalty in. No one's seen it. Yeah. No one questioned me. Yep. yep so I played. Yep. I played. That's sort of like when you're actually playing golf. Exactly. And it, the ball sort of landed in a tough spot and you just move it a little exactly bit. Exactly, around the yeah. bushes, you know. Yeah. A little kick, yeah. a little kick or something. Just to, That's fine, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one's seen it. Yeah, pub um, golf etiquette, same as golf etiquette. Exactly. If not, it can probably be pushed around a little bit more. Um, yep. So I did do that. I yeah, cool. Confess. Um, and then after that, we finished up at Avery. Okay. That's an interesting place. I've got a lot of people that love that place, but I've, I haven't been there in years. Avery, it's, it's not too bad. Is it's, it still swanky or is it not anymore? It's all right. It's all right? Yeah. So would you say it's upper class or? No, I wouldn't say upper class. I wouldn't yeah. say upper, upper class. I'd say maybe earlier on, Yeah. you know, after work, beers, yeah. maybe then you might get the, that upper class. Yeah. But then in saying that, I'd probably almost rather go to Avery around sunset time, just could be nice outdoors, yeah, yeah. rooftop. Um, but yeah, we finished up there and then uh, back to Sean Turns. Okay, so if you were to put the Senexi scale on, who, which, which of those establishments would get the highest amount of Senexis and why? Um, or... You, Forget the Long Island, Long Island iced teas. Because <laughs> I was about Because like, the Long Island iced teas get the highest amount, not the actual brass monkey. So, imagine. the best place. Yeah, so like when you take into account like the vibe. Vibe. Yeah, uh, the drinks, the cost of the drinks, um, the amount of people, the ease yeah. and ability to get served, um, the service itself, like who gave you the best sort of service. Um I guess locale, like if it's like close to other places you yeah. want to go to. Um, I'd probably have to go like, I'd probably still have to go Brass Monkey or Mustang. Yeah. Mustang had great vibes there. Yeah. Um, and well, like when they were doing the line dancing, there was about, I don't know, 12, 13 of us pub golfers yep. trying to do some line dancing with like 10, 60 something year old um, ladies yeah. doing some dance that we don't know so we're all looking over trying to suss out the footwork and a few other people were also trying to trying to do it which was a good vibe kind of just everyone together having a bit of fun it was good as well because they at the I think their rule might have been because there was a lot of older people yeah. still in Mustang there was no drinks on the um, dance floor, dance floor yeah. which was also I think it was good yeah I, I think so because it can get quite Crazy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you get some some. Um... But try and police that late at night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, you can... Do you think like it's the the older crowd that is so inviting and and willing to help you like and teach you the dance, or do you think it's the sort of people that line dance? So is it the fact that they were older, or is it the fact that they line dance? I think it was the fact that we we were willing to 
to give it a go. Yeah. Um, you know, we got out there, didn't weren't a bunch of um, idiots. You know, hooligans. Like, yeah, you know, like good, you, you could tell that we, you know, we had a few few drinks and we we're having a good time, but we didn't. Um, didn't go overboard. Yeah. Um, but then obviously, I, and I think, I think they would love to see um, the younger kids out there having a go. You know, which I think they probably did. They did like. Yeah. yeah. You know, a bit yeah. of a younger um, generation out there. It's, you know, they're influencing the younger generation with their line dancing. Yeah. Well, I think that's cool. Um, yeah. So who won? Did you win? Yeah. You won. I don't know. No one. No one placed. I'm. I'm the only one probably still with my scorecard, so I'm going to take the win. Yeah. Was there any like prizes? No. Really? The only thing there was right. Um. Is that Varsity? They ordered food first of all. Eating's cheating. Me and Sean turn. Mm. Don't need food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with Li- you. Liquid diet. Once you're out, it's a liquid diet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they had pick. Obviously, you get the pickle on top of your burger at Varsity. Yep. And they saved that, put it in a bag, squished them up a bit. You know, made a bit. Uh, but I was like, pickle juice is good anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we had to carry that around. I was the first person. I had to carry it from um, Varsity to Holy Moly. Yeah. And then you pass it on to someone else that has to look after it for that. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the next one. And uh, halfway through the night, um, must have been... Um, forgotten. Forgotten. Um, so that's piss poor effort on whoever that was. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, but that was the only like punishment, punishment if you came last, but no one came last anyway. Yeah. Um, and no one won, but I'm so that's why I've taken the win. Yeah, I take that victory. Um, Do you know what one of my highlights of Saturday night was? What was that? So, you know, I had a moment of weakness, and I was like, "Oh man, I feel like, you know, I feel like I could probably go out and do something." So I messaged you, and you're like, "Yep, let's do it!" <laughs> like this, this instantaneously, it's like, "Yep, Nixie, yep, come on, let's let's go." And they're like, "Oh no, nah, I better better stay home." <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I did feel bad. I, I felt a bit guilty as well. You, you told me your, um, I think your plans for the weekend. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I think I remember that message saying I don't want to be that something along the lines of I don't want to be that guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Honestly, like it's you're a lifesaver, and I appreciate that. Uh, and you're willing to accept my uh, my company. Uh, but then I, I, I think I made the right decision in the end, um, considering uh, on the Sunday I had. My daughter's first birthday. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. Um, yeah, you made the right decision. There. Yeah, I did. It's uh, good I'm, of a night that we would have had. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely better decision made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a pretty big weekend as well, actually. Uh, so fairly uh, night, quiet night on Friday night. We went and watched the footy at a yeah, a did. friend's mate, uh, friend's place, um, mate's place, um, and that was that was good. Great game of footy as well, and then uh, that was fairly quiet. Came back, watched a little bit of the playbook, which uh, we'll go into, and then I ended up watching pretty much five episodes of the playbook over the weekend. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll have a discussion about that, and uh, I had uh, some trials on the weekend as well, which we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, which I think was quite interesting. So um, talking about my weekend, the playbook. So the playbook's something that you mentioned to me uh, last week. Yeah, probably um, something like that. Yeah, yeah um, and just said, look, it's. Like you said, you pretty much said it was good, like really good to start with, and then it gets a little slow, which it did, and then it got good again. So, um, I think there's so much to sort of pull from that show. So I'm just getting interested in in sort of getting your take on a couple of things. Um, 
This is my take. Okay. Umbutu. Umbutu. Yeah, I know. And you said that. You said yeah, you, you will love that word. Yeah, yeah. Umbutu. And then what is what is delayed is not denied. Yeah. Um, they're probably the two um, most powerful things that I, I um, took out of that. Yeah, I like the. Um, there's a statement that says, "If you prepare for the worst, you're prepared." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that was Dawn Staley. I think maybe, well, or maybe it was. She come out with two then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're prepared for the worst, you're prepared. And I was like, "Yep, that is spot on." That could have been Jose Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Mourinho was funny because I said to you before, the first five ten seconds of his thing, I was thinking, "Wow, this guy is really like." A terrible guy <laughs> like i was like wow like why have you got to be so butthurt yeah about like yeah there were personal questions but like people are trying to you know yeah. find out where you, where your ticket comes from and whether you had any kind of you know something where your story kind of begins i guess maybe as a champion coach you know they want to yeah. want to know but then obviously you watch the rest of it and you you see that he's got a a good heart i yeah. guess um deep down yeah. Um, so that was that was interesting as well. Well, I thought um, there was a there was a um, a scene uh, in Jose Mourinho's where he just took the job at Chelsea or Real Madrid. No, Real, Real Madrid. Yeah, so at Real Madrid, and uh, they just won the Champions League with um, FC Porto. And FC Porto? No, that was, I think he won it with Chelsea. No, no, he won it with FC Porto. Yeah, so it was because he went there and they'd never won a major title. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he went there, and then um, he he didn't go into the change rooms deliberately, um, and he didn't ever go back to the club. He sort of just went to the car, and he was going to get in the plane, and he was going go to Real, and just go from there. And as he was driving past, he saw one of the players waiting for the bus, and he got out, cried, like hugged him and cried. No words were spoken mm. at all, and then he was like off. And I just thought, man, that's just... Like, it was just so raw and emotional and, you know, obviously he was doing the right thing and history will show that he's done the, yeah. the right thing. Um, but just the bond that a coach gets has with their players, um, you know, um, you know, it, it, it just blew my mind. It just, it just really moved me. Yeah, I think it was um, crazy kind of see just the, the um, level of understanding that they probably had. You know, no words were spoken, but I bet that player probably had a suspicion in his mind kind of at the time that probably something like that mm. was happening yeah and that's probably another reason why he just didn't talk either you know yeah um so it's pretty pretty cool to see that yeah there's a bond between player mm. and coach and it's like you coaching at different levels but it, it's quite interesting to to listen to the, the philosophies of high-level coaches that have coached at the highest level, and they're similar to coaches that I know and, and myself, and um, the, it doesn't change. It's it's building relationships with your players, understanding your players, and being able to deliver the message, I guess. Um, and I guess putting value, like selling the value of what's important to you to those players um, yeah. to get them to, to all buy in. Um, and that's one thing, like Jose Mourinho, um, like that, I actually think, because the Doc Rivers episode was fantastic, the first one, and it had it in Butu, and you know, that was uh, pretty special. Um, but I think the Jose Mourinho one for me was, was probably the deepest and the best, and just the information you got in regards to like his philosophies, and 
you know, the journey that he was on and just yeah. how successful, you know, he's been in so many different environments and his ability to change programs. Yeah. Um, and obviously when you, you are at that level, like recruiting, you know, has a lot to do with it as well. But obviously yeah. he has to get pretty much all of these players to play together. And I think there was a statement in there about getting players to play together. And if he's like, well, if you, you can't get your players or communicate your players to, to play together, then you, you know, you're yeah. a terrible coach, you know? Well, that was, I mean, well, the, the probably the best um, part of that that I liked as well of Mourinho was right at the start when he was at, when he took over the Porto job. Yeah. Um, and he just recruited all Portuguese or um, lower level, like the yeah, um, second team and third division. from like the lower yeah. levels because yeah. he said he wanted to keep it um, natural. And he probably like, had budget problems. Yeah, he, like, he well, would have, yeah. um, yeah. definitely could have, you know, grabbed a player or or three or four from, you know, somewhere else. But he decided, you know, this is the path that he wants to take and he's going to... And he wanted players that had, like, an affiliation and a feeling for the club. Yeah. So they play for the club exactly. because yeah. they love the club. Um, and there's probably not a lot of that at pro level um, um, in, in any sport, really. Maybe football because there's there's so many more teams in Europe and so many more opportunities that you can get a group of players like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Same in basketball, like you're not going to be able to get a group of players that sort of bleed for the club at a higher level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at that one, yeah. yeah, money's yeah. of those amounts are getting yeah. thrown around. You've got to look after your family and yeah. whatnot. Um, but I, I think probably, yeah, because there's more, like there's big, big clubs for soccer. But I think, yeah. so, like locally, like in our leagues, you've got players that could go elsewhere yeah. and get more money that stay because the money's not that big exactly you know? yeah but if you're talking millions then, then you, <laughs> yeah, you know what you're taking <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so yeah I thought if anyone that hasn't watched the playbook and is interested in, in sports culture interested in coaching interesting in just different philosophies and ideas well, it's, it's worth watching it's, yeah, it's not even not even sport I mean because a lot of those things can be applied to just life yeah I think what's it called a coach's guide to life or something yeah, yeah. it is it, I think that is how they've tried to um tailor it i guess kind of that that balance you know you can find from what sports you can find that in life kind of thing pretty crazy though that sort of that comes out and then doc rivers gets fired yeah yeah <laughs> you have another job though yeah i think i don't think there's news today about him getting another job yeah. somewhere but yeah you know that it is what it is um another show that i'm really enjoying and maybe because i'm like a closet geek i guess and when I say, i'm not super geeky and 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 into tech, tech and stuff, but there's a show called High Score, um, which I've only watched the first two episodes, but it's a, basically about old school computer games and how computer games come in. It's like the Atari systems on there, and then Nintendo is what I've seen, and it just sort of, I guess, it's a show that if you're in in my vintage, yeah, you can go back and you can go, well, man, I just I remember all of that stuff. Like, I get the same like Tony Hawk we spoke about a few yep. weeks ago for you. You would have been a teenager when that came out, and it would have just been like. Yeah, man, that's cool. That that takes me back. And now that they've got a new one, um, you're like, man, yeah, that takes me back. You Living know, the dream. Yeah. So I think just that's. I won't talk too much about that, but because I, I want to watch it through. But you know, it's definitely worth something. Watching. Well, the, the uh, five minutes or so that I watched before this was pretty pretty interesting. I think it's kind of cool seeing all that kind of stuff. Anyway, any, but I'm I do love all that kind of any real life, yeah, kind of stuff. I I enjoy. Well, I think this particularly for me that was super interesting is how they came up with the ideas for some of these games and how they created these games back when everything was prehistoric you know they, they didn't have the technology they have now and 
that are, you're able to create these things. And just, it's quite funny to see like Atari was the biggest uh, company, like in the 80s was the biggest company, yeah. you know, in electronics in the world. And then they they just disappeared to nowhere. And, you know, it's like Nintendo came in and Nintendo became the biggest for a while. And then after that, PlayStation come in and like PlayStation, like the Sony, Sony yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. is the, the, the biggest thing now. Or is it Xbox? I don't know. But well, battling. Pretty much on, battling, yeah, on par there. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's funny how, you know, they hold it for a period of time. And then it. And then it disappears, um, which I think is quite interesting. So that happens everywhere. It's like games as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess Call of Duty's been around forever, though, isn't it? Yeah. People love that. Yeah. There's always true. different versions that come out. Yeah, it's so. different. And different um, developers have made different um, games yeah. from Call of Duty, I think. Okay. But it's like, uh, I mean, for me, I love uh, NBA 2K. Yeah. But it was NBA Live before about 2K11. Yeah. You know, so it's two different... And now you don't NBA NBA Live is non-existent, yeah. Because two K is just taking it over. Yeah, wow. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, NBA Live was huge back when exactly. I was sort of starting doing. Do you know what was huge a few years ago? What's that? Borat. Borat. Yeah. <laughs> More than a few years ago, but I don't think he never left. He never left us really. And I just think like because oh, you brought this to to me, and I think this is a, a really great conversation. Um, so with the first Borat, like it was so in your face, mm-hmm. it was so like particularly because of the political situation in America at the time, and you couldn't think of a better time for him to bring Borat back, <laughs> considering what's happening in America right now. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's going to be very interesting times that that first week after it's been released, um, to see what happens. Um, yeah. Because he, Sasha Baron Cowan also had that um, This Is America or um, series that he did. Yeah, that was like gun rights. A year, and, year yeah, ago, yeah, 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 which was absolutely hilarious. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he um, comes up with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually really interested to see it because some of the scenes, like in the first movie, like he goes to dinner with those like bureaucrats or those yeah. like, political um, heavyweights, I guess. And it's... It's one of the funniest things I've ever, ever seen in my life. Um, but then there's there's certain things. I, I think he's he's one of those creators that sometimes goes too far, if you know Probably. what I mean. There's some scenes in that that I'm just like, man, that is just like, that's too far, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it's he's almost too smart for his own good, hmm. I think. Because yeah. he must be such a switched on dude to be able to do some of the, like some of the stuff that he does yeah to think about that or put people in situations like yeah because what comes to my mind is the recent ones of those this is america or whatever putting highly for well, supposedly highly important people and and exposing them face to face without them even realizing they're getting exposed until yeah it's released <laughs> i know and just getting the approval yeah, oh, like, yeah for, for them like because he he would obviously get them to sign some sort of statutory dec- statutory declaration or, or whatever yeah. it is to, to say look you know i'm happy for you to to use this this footage yeah yeah and then some of the things they say oh. like you're just like man i cannot believe that he got them to actually say that but then i listen to donald trump <laughs> just on tv <laughs> and conference like yeah well i can actually believe it because 
that guy's the head of the probably second biggest economy in the world now. I think China's definitely the biggest economy now. Yeah. Um, you know, and he just he he sounds undereducated. He he sounds um, like uncaring at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the fact that like, do you actually think that he's got COVID? I don't know. Uh, or is it some sort of political? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know, I just yeah. Anyway, so we won't go into that. We're not political, <laughs> yeah. honest, but it is opinions unqualified. And my my opinion is that he's a bit of a dick. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, and I think quite happy to have that. Aired. Yeah. That's um. You probably know, pretty fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I just hopefully, but the the issue is, I watched um a portion of the political um debate uh, yeah. with Joe Biden and and Donald Trump the other day, and all it was was two old dudes yelling at each other. Like there was there was no. There was no content. There was there was no discussion on policy. There was no real uh, intellectual talk at all. That's the funny thing about that is is that me as a younger person, um, that is exactly how I would sum up politics. If someone asked me what politics was, yeah, is old people yelling at each other about garbage. Yeah, I guess if you ever watch Question Time, which is on ABC, I don't know if it's on ABC anymore, it used to be, Yeah. Um, where the Australian politicians are in, you know, in session, and yeah. they're the same, they just yell at each other, they don't, yeah, they, it's just, yeah. what do they get at, they just call each other names, and I so, well, how is this, I guess, prehistoric tradition, hmm. actually getting anything done, like, yeah. I think it's important to get people in a room to discuss things, but there's got to be more control, you can't be attacking people, yeah, sort of, personally yeah like people are going to make mistakes and people like we all do like you know but talk to them about policy talk to them about things that are going to affect the country don't waste time calling someone like a bad name yeah you know what i mean like because then you just look like someone that's um you know undereducated and and not able to um to put a sentence together i guess i know that makes a lot of sense it's it's true we should run the country we should yeah we'd have Honest, open conversations about policy we'll and just make common sense. We'll start a party soon. Yeah. The opinion's unqualified party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I doubt we'll get many votes because we have very few listeners. So. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, but, you know, again, it's for us. So, uh, you know, we enjoy it. Um, do you know what else I enjoy? What do you enjoy? <laughs> I just, I'm just flowing tonight. Yeah, I know. This, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're rolling. Yeah, I, I enjoy eating. I, I love eating. Yeah, it's... Um, Without a doubt, I love eating. But you know what the most important question is, Nixie? No. No, I don't. <laughs> What's, what is the most important meal of the day? I guess like you grow up, you grow up and everyone says to you, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Breakfast, yeah. And I love a good breakfast. Like I really, really do. Yeah. But I'm not sure if that makes a lot of sense for breakfast being the most important meal of the day. Because what do you do during the night? Nothing. Yeah, you sleep, you know, and you digest your food. Yeah. You know, I, I get that and, and that and that happens. Yeah. But I would have thought lunch would be the most important only because, so you have breakfast, that sort of fuels you a little bit like, that you've exerted all this energy to get the lunch time. Yeah. You eat lunch and that'll give you sort of the energy to finish your day and then you have a small dinner and then you go to sleep. Yeah. Um, do you think lunch is put aside to the, like, not the most important meal, at least because people don't have time to have lunch. I think it's, lunch. yeah, I think it's that, like with work. So if everyone, say not everyone worked, like say everyone in the world was rich and they could 
you know, live like a, a normal day yeah. and eat what they want when they want. Do you think more people would enjoy lunch? I think so. And you know, my thought process on this is, in Belgium, yep. mainly, um, they eat uh, they they eat their dinner at lunchtime. So they'll have their main meal at lunch, um, and then for dinner they'll have like some sandwiches or something like that. Yeah. So that for me, I think that makes that makes sense. I think yeah. I think like for a perfect this today's a perfect example for me. Yeah. So. I ran a camp today mm-hmm. at work and we had 40, 40 kids, 40 high-end kids and it was from 10 till 3. Yeah. So it was five hours on court and it was about half an hour for lunch. Yeah. Now, I wasn't organized enough this morning to pack my lunch <laughs> yeah. um, because I've had a pretty big, big, busy weekend and we didn't have bread and you know mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff, which happens sometimes. Life. Yeah. So I didn't eat. Yeah. Now... I feel like I struggled this evening because I didn't have that meal and I think that meal was probably one of the most... I had breakfast still, but one of the most important meals to get you through functioning both mentally and physically yeah. at a high level. Yeah. You know? um, and I think a lot of people are in that boat. Like they... You know, a lot of life, there's been times where I go to work and I have lunch there. Pack, most days, pretty much every day I have packed lunch. Yeah. Today I didn't. Um, but I don't eat it. You don't eat it, yeah. Because I'm too busy. Like, things just happen and you get busy and then you don't end up eating it. Eat um, it on the way home. Yeah, because it's like you're, you're so busy. And I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think people have shifted breakfast the most important day because that's the meal you can eat. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily the time of the day that it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, if I had my ideal time to eat, it'd be brunch. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, just because when I wake up, to be honest with you, I don't want to eat a big meal. Well, mm. you know, I don't want to have a good breakfast like people say. Like, mm. I just want something like I have a smoothie. Yeah. Like I just want a smoothie that will get me through to lunchtime, mm. and then I can, then I, then my stomach's ready to to eat. I reckon we're at ten thirty eleven. Yeah, that's the perfect time to eat a good nice meal. That's yeah. But there's not much better than sausages, bacon, poached eggs, beans. Grilled tomato. Um, that that's that's a good hearty breakfast. Brunch. Yeah. Yeah. See, not yeah. I couldn't have that at breakfast. Yeah. I couldn't wake up and have that. Yeah, I reckon I could. But yeah. I, See, I I'd have that. to. I, I'd prefer it at like ten yeah. thirty eleven. I yeah. think that's like a good lunch. What do you? What's your thoughts on breakfast food for dinner? Um, I mean, not a, not opposed to it. Um. I love a good like. I remember when I was young and I didn't have a lot of money studying and you know yeah. and like all that. I'd eat sausage and eggs and beans for dinner a lot. It was just like having breakfast at dinner time and it yeah. was the best. I love that. Like that's that. I think that like breakfast for dinner is an awesome meal. Like you know, I love those all day breakfast cafes. Yeah. yeah so I can go just... in there. I could go at four o'clock in the afternoon and get bacon and eggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get yourself a bit of breakfast food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, you don't have any negative no, towards? No, I'm not. Like, I'm not against it. Yeah. So breakfast for dinner? Yeah. We yeah. should do that one, not. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast for the bar, like barbecue breakfast for dinner. Yeah, and I'll bring the cereal. Yeah, yeah man. Like, talk about cereal. Oh, this could be a whole. This could be a whole another. <laughs> Fruit Loops, man. What's your thoughts on Fruit Loops? Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on. Bring on. Bring on that sugar. Yeah. Uh, we might have another episode yeah, we'll, about cereal. We'll, we'll, What's yeah. the best cereal? And... We'll note that down. We'll yeah. note that down. Yeah, yeah, we will. Because I think I think that I think that's something else. 
So, um, so another interesting thing that happened, and we're going to, I said off we talk about at the start is, um, so I had state trials. Yeah. So I'm the current state under 20s head coach, uh, men's, and we had state trials on the weekend. Yeah. And um, it got me thinking, like, as a kid these days, what would I be thinking and, and how would I prepare myself best to come into an environment with another 60 kids when there's two teams getting picked? Um, so that's 20, 20 kids yeah. out of the 60. Mm-hmm. Um, how am I going to put myself in a position where I'm noticed? And performing at a at a high level, and and you've played basketball at a high level, and you've gone to college, and you know played SBL, and you're a very good player in your own right, even though you won't admit it. Um, so look, how would you prepare for something like? Because it's a pretty big moment for these kids, because it's the last opportunity they have to represent their state, you know, as a as a junior. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, for that you'd say you'd want to be fit. You know, you'd you'd want to at least whenever there's running or something you won't be at the the front of the line or you know as close as possible as not because there's nothing worse than you see that kid that wins the first little sprint that they do yeah and then the next one after the scrimmage or whatever they're way at the back of the line yeah and they've just they've just gone balls to the wall for that first one and then just been like yeah i've got one win they're gonna they're gonna remember that yeah, yeah. but while well, i'd be like oh where were you the next yeah you know um, so fit, oh, you got to be, and then everyone can play offense these days. Yep. Um, so I wouldn't even worry about that. Yep. You just hustle defense, all the little stuff, talk, um, and probably encouraging. Even though that you're competing against them, you got to be a good teammate. It's why you play a team sport. You know, hundred percent, and and they're the things that sort of we look at the people that communicate, the yeah. people that pick other people up, the people that sort of pick up things quickly and direct others and, yeah. and help them, and then that hustle and defense. It's really hard to find guys that will just dive after just, it, and yeah. Get get you know get their hands dirty and set good screens and you know talk on screens and like I, I think I think you're right. A lot of these kids come in. What I worked out on the weekend, a lot of these kids come in and they don't know what they're good at. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Fine, yeah. you got to find, yeah. So if you understand what you're good at, you come in and you do that consistently and you do it well every time, um, it sort of gets you noticed. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little bit. So yeah. um, I thought it was interesting. And it's it's sort of hard. And there's a few different ways as coaches you can do this. And, you know, I got an external party to come in and a good friend of mine, thank you, Trig, um, and, and actually coach the session so I could look back and analyze and take notes and, yeah. and really try and nut out you know who was who was there yeah um but then it's sort of hard because you you want being a coach to coach and you want to see how people take feedback how they yeah, react yeah and, and react yeah. to that so um you know it's, it's obviously a tough situation for players but also for the coaches involved to so i think it's just yeah it's really interesting um i just think big moments in kids lives yeah yeah particularly if you're an athlete i think trialing is pretty hard so if we can give anyone some advice what would what would it be go hard nut out kind of have a focus of what you want to do you know and don't make that focus something that everyone else can do try stand out via another way yeah i guess i love it and i think you know that's pretty good advice to close the show on sammy yeah pretty much um look i have been um shitting it a bit this whole time because um this is the first time we've run two mics um there was a bit of a process for us to get here um, but we've we've sussed it out. Hopefully, um, I've been here looking at the screen, just 
praying that we haven't gone um, 40 minutes for no no reason. Yep. Yep. Um, when we say goodbye to this uh, podcast and we uh, have a quick little listen to it after, um, if there's no um, sound or, <laughs> or um, something happens, um, that'll be quite disappointing. Um, yep. So, yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, feedback will be good as well. So if you're listening... It means that Sam did a good job, so I'm going to give him a little, a little clap um, for a fantastic job getting the two mics done. Uh, remember to follow us on socials, um, which hopefully you are, and, and share us and, uh, and, and, and listen and, and share the pod. So if you get on and listen on Spotify, share it with some people, just some random people. Yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. Share it. Yep. Um, remember a hashtag, hashtag opinions unqualified. Uh, keep on smiling, keep happy. And uh, any closing words, Sam? Um, Take it easy, and I, I hope you guys have seen that the, uh, the we also posted a story of the company that making our t-shirts as well. That was pretty cool. That was kind of exciting. It was cool. Um, I yep. was hoping for a little bit more reaction, so I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Just no, a message cool. like, "Woo!" You know, just like, <laughs> "Let's go!" But you yeah. know, that's all right. I'm happy anyway. I'm excited. Um, can't wait to rep the shirt. Awesome. Me too. Sure.